Welcome to Pool Mafia, episode number 89. Welcome to the family. Welcome back to the National Football League. We are unlocked, folks. We are unlocked in the National Football League, and as Viking fans, it is Monday, July 25th, 2011, or at least what's left of it, but the NFL is back indeed. Now here at Probo Mafia, we are available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. It means oh so much to me and always will. We thank Dylan Richardson, executive producer of thesportstuff.com, for, hey, for carrying this show on the website and, of course, for getting the show up onto iTunes, releasing it onto iTunes. So it can be worldwide. It's not that it's not worldwide on the website, but, you know, it's uh, downloadable onto iPods and all that good stuff. We'd also like you to listen on the website, too, if you could, at times. We'd also like you to join those message boards on thesportstuff.com. Safely click on the button that says TS's Boards and register. We'll get more into that later. Um, but that's the opening intro on that deal. Uh, it is just fantastic. We are unlocked, folks. We're unlocked. We're unlocked. It's a very exciting time for us in the National Football League and as Viking fans, football fans in general, sports fans, folks, sports fans. How boring was this summer? How boring was the spring? There's no NBA free agency either, by the way, Uh, but no NFL free agency in March, no NFL free agency in April, no NFL free agency, you know, yeah, until like now, yeah. It's almost my birthday. July 29th is four days away. I'm going to be 32. Yeah, that's kind of sucky, but well, (laughs) the age part sucks, uh, but the birthday, I guess it's okay. It's kind of a fun time of year to have a birthday. You know, it's a lot better than really cold or really dark and gray or whatever, like in November or something, or cold in December or whatever, or getting interrupted with Christmas time in December. That's not always a fun time to have a birthday either. So sorry to those of you out there that may have to deal with that. Uh, Enough of that foolishness, though. It's a birthday present for everybody, regardless when your birthday is, because we open up the present and it says NFL. NFL season 2011, uninterrupted. The only game that got interrupted was the Hall of Fame game. That's probably a little bit annoying to some people, but it's also the, probably the most boring preseason game in the history of the world, So, at least in my opinion, because it's just too early almost, and it's kind of, yeah, all they talk about is, I don't know, they just, <laughs> it's not the most exciting time, I guess. Um, but it will be exciting because the whirlwind is going to open here very soon. This is not going to be like we're going to heavily go into... Who's going to go where, per se? Maybe a little bit, but it's more or less going to be about, hey, the lockout's over. We're going to get to your comments on the Purple Mafia show page on Facebook. Of course, facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia show. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia show. Go there and please scroll down and click like on the left-hand side of the website. We need more of you on there. I mean, there's a lot of you on there, I think, that have been posting that actually have not clicked like yet. So, please do click like. Just It's a very simple thing, and it makes the show more available to more listeners. The more people that click like, the better. The more likely this show will show up when somebody types in Minnesota Vikings. I mean, i got to think that would help quite a bit. It would be very exciting indeed. That really would. Love to have more of you on board. Indeed. So, that's the guest here. Um, there's another man getting in the news as well. <laughs> yeah, somebody else is kind of back in the news. Some guy, I'm just not going to, yeah, I'm not going to say his name yet. And if I get to the topic, I'll get to it because it's my show. But <laughs> if I feel like it, I'll get to it is what I'm trying to say. But uh, yeah, maybe we'll get to him. But first and foremost, though, there was a, uh, 
interesting comment or comments made by Aaron Henderson, number 50, Vikings linebacker, on the Paul Allen Show, PA Paul Allen, KFAN. So we're going to thank KFAN for uh, the, well, our site, at least site KFAN for uh, the audio, obviously, Paul Allen and Aaron Henderson conversation about Ray Edwards, which is not as surprising, but he said some interesting things to say about the Sidney Rice, the outcome of what will happen with Sidney Rice, in his opinion, in his mind, his perspective, on how things will turn out with Sidney Rice in free agency. Um, that's going to be interesting. Uh, no call-ins today, but that, that's okay. Uh, but there, again, lots of comments on the Facebook group. I'm going to get to all of you, or at least all the comments. Cedric Paulding and Sebastian Balls lighting up the Purple Mafia page today. Very cool. Thank you guys very, very much. I hope you're listening, and I'm sure you are. I mean, awesome posts. Cedric Paulding asking a lot of pretty cool questions that a lot of people would like to know, and uh, it adds to this show. It adds to the show oh so much. So I thank you very much, Cedric. And, of course, Sebastian Balls, a great young man as well, a great cool dude as well, I should say. Um, very cool to have you on board this show always, guys. I, I appreciate it oh so very much. Those of you out there, hey, you know, <laughs> come on to the page. Come on to that Purple Mafia page. I appreciate it very much. Don't forget the Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia show, twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia show. But um, mostly today, it's going to be about getting people's perspective, you know, people's comments. Of course, the fans' comments and players' comments as well. Uh, and a little bit of free agency, of course, provided by Aaron Henderson. Like, that's Viking free agency in general. And, uh, you know, I got this one top 100 list on Yahoo. It's uh, cool stuff. Yahoo's opinions and who's ta- the top people available. Maybe moves the Vikings might make one. Maybe they lose Sidney Rice and sign... Raylan Edwards or Santonio Holmes, excuse me. I'm just using those as an example. Who knows what is going to happen? I mean, who really does know? It's going to be a whirlwind. It's going to be fun, and it's going to be crazy. It really is. Yeah, Randy Moss is available, by the way. He's listed as number 33 on that list, just for those of you. We'll get back to that later, again, if I feel like it. (laughs) No, I mean, um, this is not going to be the typical Purple Mafia show. This is, I'm not going to officially call it a special edition, yet it has the feeling of one. Because it's not a stereotype, well, I won't even say stereotypical, but it's not a typical Purple Mafia show where it's more like lots of notes, digging up stories everywhere. This is more about uh, opinions from people. It, you know, just We're just going to have fun here. That's what this show is. Fun. This show is about fun. We are unlocked, folks. We are unlocked. The National Football League is unlocked. Let's enjoy it while we can. And let's, uh, hey, the best news is also regarding this football theme, before I get to the Aaron Henderson bit here in three seconds, um, the most exciting part about all this is that I think it's going to draw a lot of fans back to the Minnesota Vikings this season. No Brett Childress, no Brett Favre. But there's an, you know, and not saying people hate Brett Favre, but it's the fresh, new, and exciting bit. The Minnesota Vikings are fresh, new, and exciting. You have a new coach who has shown the ability to win on the road, which is something very few coaches in the history of this franchise have been capable of doing. They won in Washington and in Philadelphia last year. The Minnesota Vikings did with a pretty inferior team. Uh, Washington was not good at all, but still, it's a road win. A road win is a road win, and they're not, and they don't happen very often unless it's in Detroit. That's about it. Um, hey, you got the fresh coach. Uh, the coach that a lot of people have wanted for a long time. And, uh, hey, he's qualified for the position. Was Brad Childress qualified for the position? Don't know. 
<laughs> I really don't know, and a lot of you will probably just flat out say no. I'm just going to be a tiny bit more objective and just simply say, I don't know. Meaning, uh, you know, that <laughs> I can't say yes. So there you go. That's a little bit more leading in your guys' direction out there that would say absolutely not. Uh, and, of course, Christian Ponder. You have a brand-new quarterback at the Minnesota Vikings that you can look on as the potential f- franchise quarterback of the future. Will he start? Will he not? Will the Vikings bring in a veteran? Probably. They'll probably bring in a veteran. Will it be the Bobby Brister type that'll pretty much just rot, you know, uh, on the bench and be kind of a somewhat tutor to help the Vikings? Or will it be somebody that might get some playing time before Christian Ponder does? Before Christian Ponder gets his feet wet. Uh, Christian Ponder, and I said his name way too many times (laughs) in a very short amount of time, and I apologize for that. Not the best, uh, (laughs) you know, not the best journalism or whatever you want to call it, um, but hey, the guy has not been to any camps whatsoever, uh, any, and in fact he's not even signed yet because they can't sign him, you know, they can't sign him, and well, they couldn't sign him until, well, a couple hours from now or a couple, you know, a couple hours ago, a couple hours from now is more like it, so I'm sure conversations are beginning as we speak, it is, uh, this is a very exciting time, new coach, new quarterback, you can't tell me for one second, that there's going to be some fan interest in this team this year, a lot more than about ha- halfway through last year, or even maybe even a, a third into last year when it was clear that the Vikings were had run into a wall and their seasons basically broke its neck about at that point, that this thing was done, that we couldn't complete a pass, we couldn't stop anybody. Well, we kind of could stop people sometimes, but couldn't complete a pass for anybody's business, couldn't score for anything. People gave up. A lot of fans in this town gave up. Uh, this is one of the more bandwagon, fair-weather fan towns in the history of sports. And uh, all of you listening know that. Uh, some people just they want to follow the team when it's doing well and get bored when it's not. Um, that does not make this one of the best sports towns in the history of the world. And uh, a lot of you probably agree with that listening. But I'm not going to just sit here and say this town sucks. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Just saying. Just being honest with the situation. The ratings, the numbers for the show fluctuate quite a bit when the team goes good and bad. Uh, if it was a mediocre season, I I don't know. I, I Well, I kind of have an idea, but then again, the show was pretty young at the time, back in 08. That was a mediocre season, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, it was, yeah, the show was pretty young then. It wasn't out there as much, so it's even that's kind of hard to gauge to tell just how this show would do during a mediocre season. Probably not too well. <laughs> Probably not too well. Fans tend to get bored when the team is not doing all that great. Um, That's about it, though. Okay, I'm really talking a lot. Then again, that's my job, right? Host of Purple Mafia, I should be talking. But now, let's let Aaron Henderson and Paul Allen do a little talking right now. Okay, I want to put you on a yes and no thing, and I don't want to put you in a weird spot because you're sitting around. You're, You're going to be around all these people. You're back in the mix next week. We're going to do this during the season if you want, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ray Edwards will not be a member of the Minnesota Vikings next year. Correct. Sidney Rice will be a member of the Vikings next year. Incorrect. Adrian Peterson will get an extension before the first game of the regular season. Incorrect. God, you got any good news over there? Not really. Damn, man, you're a carrier pigeon I want to kill. Hey, you asked, You said you wanted to ask I, me I feel you. So. Okay. And then Paul Allen asked Aaron Henderson why he does believe that uh, Sidney Rice will not return. You do not think Sidney Rice will be on the Vikings next year. Why? Um, I mean, it's hard to say. 
but I feel like he's going to want a, a nice piece of change. I think he's going to yep. want a, a nice bit of money. Yep. Um, I think he deserves it. Yep. Um, not sure at this point that the, the Vikings are ready to give it to him, or mm-hmm. they feel like it's the the investment that they, that they want to make. Uh, Do you think he's worthy of upper echelon money? I think so. I think he. I think he went out there and showed and proved. Um, I, I'm, if it was me personally, see, I wouldn't give it to him. Listen, this with is, all due respect. My, listen, I'm going to tell you my honest my honest opinion. I yeah. think I think as he came back last year, you saw glimpses of the Sydney before before surgery. Um, maybe come here, play for a one year deal. Whatever. See, I didn't. I, I I believe I didn't think he was explosive off the line, but maybe he wasn't supposed to be because of that hip. Right. So I, that's what I say. So maybe he, he comes in and he plays for another one year deal. He says, "Okay, you give me you give me this for this year. I'd love that. Let me, let me go out there. Let me show and prove. Let me let me let everybody know I'm still yep. here. I'm still Sydney. I still I still belong in the top top receivers when you name him. Yeah. And you're talking about it in the NFL. Yep. And and you go from there. And I think it'll be a lot easier from that point. I think, like I said, it's a business. So the Vikings are looking at it like, okay, we can invest. X amount of dollars into this guy right now, and he, his hip might never be the same again. He might never be able to play at the same level that he want, that he once reached. Yep. Um, they can look at it and they can say, okay, Brett Favre was the quarterback at the time that he had that explosive season. Yep. Brett's not here anymore. We have young quarterbacks now. Is he still going to be able to work with them the same way? Is he still going to be able to sit, do the same things that he does yep. without Favre being in, at, at the quarterback and, and throwing You're the ball? You're seeing it very clearly. Yeah, I mean. It, like you're an analyst on NFL Network. Maybe one day. One day. Well, play. you're just rattling off all the right pertinent things because it is fair to look at all that, but I thought it was a little too convenient in 2009 for the public to say Brett Favre made Sidney Rice. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. Aaron Henderson predicting that Ray Edwards will be gone. Not surprising, but he also predicts Sidney Rice will not return to the Vikings. Oh, my God! That's correct, ladies and gentlemen. Sidney Rice, according to our guy, well, I guess somebody's guy, Paul Allen's guy, Aaron Henderson, (laughs) that uh, Sidney Rice will not return. That is a little frustrating and a little bit surprising to some people, I'm sure. Uh, That's his opinion. But then again, when you're an insider with a team, to be able to say that straight out on live radio, well, there must be a reason for that belief. And his reason is, well, the money might not match up. And uh, I agree with I agree with him a little bit here. The Vikings are over the cap still, folks, and that that's a problem. Yeah, the Vikings are over the salary cap. That's a huge problem. Um, and is Sidney Rice worth ten million a year, eight million a year? No. <laughs> I can't really lean in that direction. I can't do it. Uh, he was injured. He had one good year. He had a decent, a very, well, entertaining rookie year. But when you look at his statistics in his rookie year back in 07, gosh, it's been that long already, 07, he was, uh, statistically, he wasn't that great. He was exciting, but not great. 08, he was way, I mean, he was he was boring and terrible in 08, virtually, virtually invisible for the Vikings in 08. And then in uh, 2009, he was fantastic, a pro bowler, an absolute star. Brett Favre, a part of that, uh, Paul Allen and Aaron Henderson talked a little bit about that as well, that who really made who. I guess, in a way, it's 50-50, according to Paul Allen. I kind of agree with him. Um, Sidney Rice helped Brett Favre be more successful, and Favre certainly absolutely helped Sidney Rice be more successful. I guess I'd lean 60-40. Favre helped Sidney in that case. Um, yeah, I think he did. Uh Sidney Rice, though, did show some exciting moments last season as well, even though Brett Favre had a horrible season and, of course, eventually disappeared 
with that neck injury. Um, yeah, you couldn't really expect that guy to return after that. But um, it's just one of those deals. It's going to be interesting to see how this turns out. It really is. Aaron Henderson believing that Sidney Rice will not return. Yeah, I, I mean, we get into this as well with Cedric Paulding and Sebastian Balls a bit. Um, it's it's a bad thing to be over the cap still. It really is. You're going to be losing people. Obviously, Ray Edwards is gone because we're over the cap after Favre left. That sucks. The Vikings are over the cap after that 16-whatever-million-dollar cap hit that Brett Favre had last year for the Vikings. Okay, Vikings. Excuse me. That wasn't nice, but it was a very Vikings season last year. Um, it was. Admit it, guys. It was. Um, yeah, to still be over the cap, that sucks. So people are on their way out. It's uh, Chester Taylor syndrome. Sebastian Balls gets into that a little bit. In fact, you know what? We are going to get to the fans first here. We're going to get to the Purple Mafia show fan base first. Sebastian Balls and Cedric Pauling, you guys absolutely deserve airtime all over the place on this page. Very encouraging indeed. But really, really quick, we're going to talk about a little head count. You know, since I'm going to scroll down, cool to hear these guys. I mean, about a, not a, yeah, about a month ago, I said, let's have a head count. Who's still out there with the lockout? I understand that people might disappear for a while, but I'm curious who's still lurking around. David Miller was nice enough to click like, but didn't say anything. But that means he's there, obviously. Um, Tony Coleman. Tony L. Coleman, Twineball, says, I'm still in. That's always cool. Great to hear from Tony. Cedric Paulding says, I'm still waiting. <laughs> Chris Tucker says, unfortunately, still waiting for this lockout to be done. Anthony Batista, of course, Anthony from L.A., says, always here, just waiting for the good news. Then I thank all the guys and to say, hey, the next episode will become Unlocked, will be called Unlocked. It's just a matter of, you know, I can't do a show until there's something to talk about. And because uh, I didn't want to just sit and talk about the parameters of the lockout. It's just there really wasn't much to say anyway. It was just that they're still locked out and they're talking. There wasn't, I'm not, you know, I'm not working for ESPN, so I'm not way inside the building right now, you know, where they're talking. I just, it's harder to do. Nigel Southern says, who also is a great contributor to Timberwolves Explosion. Do check out that show as well that I do on the sportsup.com and iTunes, Timberwolves Explosion. So, yes, um, that's going to be fun. Hopefully release something soon. Haven't done a draft, uh, NBA draft review yet due to my busy schedule and the fact that I can't get my co-host for that show. That show is a co-host sometimes. Can't get him available. I want him for that. Uh, but anyhow, Nigel Southern says, I'm still here. Joey, just wish we had something to follow. Forced to follow baseball for the time being, and that's about it. <laughs> I mean, the Twins, not exactly the most fun team to watch either. Sebastian Balls earlier said, if we don't have a season, I'll die. Who thinks we will get that new stadium? My comment is, well, I, I'm i optimistic about the stadium and the lockout, but the lockout is nearing the end. Uh, the stadium, I think the Vikings are in trouble if they don't get the stadium deal done very soon here. Uh, it's scary. The lease is up, so it's kind of scary. Sebastian Ball says, yeah, true. A little bit about the stadium talk. Dayton says he's not sure. Yeah, Mark Dayton. I, yeah, Mark Dayton. Anyhow, uh, he says that not <laughs> not sure about a special session for the Vikings. Basically saying he's not sure if they're going to be able to even do a special section session for them anytime soon. And I just basically said, screw Mark Dayton. And uh, I'm going to leave it at that. So, um... 
I already talked about the head count, and I had my made my opinion about Mark Dayton and the stadium situation. And of course, yeah, a little bit of that frustration also has to do with the the government lockout. That was the, one of the biggest jokes in the history of politics. Um, yeah, we'll just leave that alone right now. If you wanted me to go on a political show, that would be a little bit louder. I think I think it'd be a little bit noisier. <laughs> okay, we'll just leave that alone. Cedric Paulding, the first to post as the lockout neared the end, and I officially came to an end at that point in time. Joe, he says, Joey, off all the Viking free agents, who are the must-keep players? I've been hearing that the Saints are very interested in Ben Lieber. Would Lieber be a must-keep player? Any info would be appreciated. My question is, well, Ben Lieber is a very valuable piece to the Vikings. Uh, a must-keep, not necessarily when you have guys like Aaron Henderson and... Uh, Of course, Jasper Brinkley. Jasper Brinkley, of course, a very valuable draft pick a few years ago at the linebacker position. Deserves playing time. Aaron Henderson talked extensively about him as well during the show, saying that, hey, it sucks to see a guy like Ben Lieber gone, but at the same time, there are players that deserve playing time. There are players that deserve playing time, including Aaron Henderson and Jasper Brinkley. So is Ben Lieber a must-keep? No. But uh, would it be nice to keep him? Yes. Uh, the price, well... At this point in time, the fact the Vikings being over the cap and you want to keep guys like Sidney Rice, no, Ben Lieber, unfortunately, is expendable more than he is a must-keep player. I would say 45% must-keep, 55% expendable. I would lean expendable on Ben Lieber, but not dramatically lean, like get him out of here, we don't need him. Medea Williams is beyond expendable. The Vikings need to get rid of him if they can. I, dem I borderline demand the Vikings to cut... Medea Williams, he is worthless. The problem is you need to sign a safety, and you need to sign a safety as soon as possible, and you hope and pray that he'll cost a little bit less than the likes of Medea Williams, who was pretty expensive, about five and a half, six million cap hit for a guy who is a terrible coverage safety, isn't capable of getting an interception. I mean, the ball would have to have a knife on the end of it to stick into the uh, Medea Williams pads for it to be an interception. And yeah, the quarterback would have to throw it right at Medea Williams, right at his pads. I'm not going to say stab the guy, so I, I'm going to be easy with that, but I'm just saying it would have to poke into his pads or, or have like the, the strongest form of super glue in the history of the world on the ball for the son of a gun to catch the flipping ball. That's how terrible Medea Williams is. He can't cover and he can't hawk at all. I mean, the ball bounces off his chest, will not get the interception if a gun is to his head. He's incapable of it, so is he worth five and a half a cap hit to a team that desperately needs talent added to the roster, or at least kept in the case of Sydney? Uh, no, Medea Williams needs to go, so there's another there's a 100% expendable 0% must keep in the form of Medea, even if the fact is you are very thin at safety. It's your own fault that you're thin at safety because you signed, made stu a stupid signing in Matthew Williams. Horrible signing, horrible move. Um, so bring in someone else. We'll leave it at that. I'm just going on and on and on here. Sebastian Ball's comment is, he is not a need, but he is a want. He is, a good, and he, he is good and solid. But what can we get for him? Um, nothing. Really, uh, maybe some compensatory picks in terms of free agency loss. That's about it. 
I don't know if you can really get anything from him, Sebastian. It's uh, well, or for him, excuse me. You, you give one of the younger guys, Brinkley and or Aaron Henderson, playing time. Cedric Paulding's comment is, what have you heard about the Sidney Wright situation? Thanks, Sebastian, for the Lieber info. He says, hey, and my comment to Cedric Paulding, I just made it also earlier, yeah, I think there's a good chance Lou Rice is gone. I kind of agree with Aaron Henderson, and it's very interesting to hear him say that on the air like that. Half the time, those guys are like, oh, I've got to leave that to the general manager and the coaches. I'll take it one day at a time, give 110%. That's all I do. Um, but Aaron did not do that, and we appreciate that here in the media. Every form of media, be it uh, network media, satellite media, or alternative media, which this is, um, very cool to have such an open guy <laughs> who actually plays for the team on the air. The guy has a radio career. Yeah, Aaron Henderson has a radio career if he wants it. Um, but no, I think Sidney Rice is. I think Sidney Rice could be gone. Uh, is he expendable as much as Ben Lieber? No, no. <laughs> uh, Bernard Berrien is another cap hit that will be gone. So that's the good news. There, there are ways to get under the cap by releasing Medea Williams and, of course, Bernard Berrien. Bernard Berrien has to go for sure, especially if you want to keep Sidney Rice. Bernard has to go. He's terrible. He can't catch. He can't do anything. And he's pro- and he was, you know, he's spouting off about Brad Childress on, on Twitter. Or, or in the newspaper. Oh, but of course he was man enough to uh, not give out his name. He was an unnamed uh, quote. You know he was one of them. As The evidence would support that in five seconds. You know, it doesn't take Sherlock Holmes to figure out that uh, the guy was just, you know, spouting off about Childress when he sucks anyway. He's overpaid and sucks, so what, what, are, you, what are you complaining about? Take your money and shut up, uh, Bernard. Uh, B squared. Yeah, B squared, all right. That's about it. That's about all you are is square. Your hands are square because you can't catch the ball. They're square. Yeah. Let's move on. Sebastian Ball's comment is, Sidney Rice is almost a need. Maybe Randy Moss again. I don't know how. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't know how I even feel about that. Maybe he will be more mature. And we all laugh at that thought. But no. But no chili. Thank God. And if we lose Rice, we need someone like Moss, sadly. Um, yeah, thank God Chile is gone. That is going to generate more fan interest. I mean, Brad Childress was a cancer, just like Bernard Berrien is a cancer. Brad Childress was a cancer, not only for the players and potentially other coaches, probably more the players, but uh, but for fans. Fans did not want to support this football team with a man like that in charge. The Vikings had to fire the guy or, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, not get much support from the fan base. Uh, you know, that's just how it goes sometimes. Cedric Paulding commented, what is it with Sydney? Money, or he just doesn't want to be a Viking anymore. Sebastian comes up with money, and you are correct, Sebastian. That's about the safest thing. That's the safest answer there. It's leaning towards money. He probably wants more than he's, his market value is, and it's going to cost the Vikings, but then somebody will overpay for him potentially, and uh, he may wind up playing for another team out there, unfortunately. I just, I'm frustrated with that thought, but it could happen. Maybe he's realistic. Um, maybe he's realistic. Interesting thoughts by Paul Allen and Aaron Henderson as well, talking about maybe a one-year deal. That'd be a really cool idea. One-year deal, maybe then give it one more go. But is Sidney Rice going to do that? <laughs> In a perfect world, yes. In the real world, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. 
I, I'm not too confident in it. Sebastian Balls with a incredibly awesome post here. Awesome post. I mean, this guy listens to Pearl Mafia, and he remembers a lot of classic stuff on the older shows. Uh, me talking about Chester Taylor about a year and a half ago. He says, I know Joey will like this one. He's pulling a Chester Taylor, <laughs> he puts in quotations. Joey, if you remember what we talked about Taylor a while back, you'll get it. And yes, he is pulling a Chester Taylor because Sidney Rice potentially is more worried about money than about the team at this point in time. Chester Taylor did it as well. And uh, it's an unfortunate situation that could lean that direction. And I think it does lean that direction at this point in time. It sucks, but it's uh, realistic, unfortunately. It's more or less reality <laughs> than anything else. Sydney, I love you as a player. Okay, I like you as a player, but I don't fully like love you, love you yet. I'm not ready to put on the diamond ring on Sydney Rice. Not you not not ready yet. Let's uh let's talk about it, Sydney. Let's talk about it in a year. How about that? One more year and then you know, go out there and perform with the young quarterback or maybe the semi veteran one and then the, maybe Ponder takes over later in the year. We'll see what happens. Yep. Now we got uh, Sebastian Balls, excuse me, i got to mention the name first. He says, now we got a season. Let's actually sign some people for once, and let's go and win a Super Bowl and be an underdog champion. And in a perfect world, that will happen. In the real world, well, who knows? <laughs> Nobody in the planet would have picked the New York Giants to win the Super Bowl in 2007. Nobody on the planet, regardless if the Patriots were 16-0 or 0-16, People were not going to pick the New York Giants to win the Super Bowl in 2007 because they flat simply were not the best team that season the whole year. In fact, the Vikings beat them 42-17 to in New York, folks. East Rutherford, New Jersey, to be exact. The Vikings beat them 42-17, to and I remember that game crystal clear. Was it four years ago already? Wow, yeah, I still remember it perfectly. Uh, they, 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 they steamrolled those Giants. The Giants looked like losers and idiots and unorganized, and they were going to miss the playoffs. Oh, but wait, they snuck into the playoffs and won the whole thing. Maybe the Vikings can do that. But granted, how many rookie quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl? One, Tom Brady. So we'll see. I pray to God that Christian Ponder can become that. The guy certainly has the brains to do that. Um, and now Cedric Paulding talking about the best <laughs> free agent available. Nadia Asimov. I, 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 I don't know. I can't say his name very good. Of course, he's a cornerback and a spectacular one for the horrible Oakland Raiders. Okay, improving, barely improving Oakland Raiders. I probably mispronounced his name horribly, and you know what, folks? That's life. <laughs> I apologize. Um, I mean, I know who he is, of course. I'm not stupid, but I'm just saying, you know, I don't follow the Raiders the closest team ever, so I don't necessarily hear his name getting called very often because I don't really watch the Raiders all the time or listen to their radio network very often. Um, it's, he could be fantastic, but, um, or no, he could be fantastic. Yeah, it would be fantastic, but uh, we'll see what happens. I don't think he's going to come to Minnesota, but maybe. <laughs> no, I, I doubt it. I wish he could play safety, you know. I wish he was a safety. Then the Vikings should go after him like like, like, oh, like their life depends on it because they need a safety, and they need him immediately. Though he would be a nice option because Antoine Fields is getting old. Cedric Griffin, the other Cedric, Cedric Griffin has got two ACL tears now, 
Yeah, that really sucks. The other knee, yeah, that's great. And, of course, Chris Cook out for the season as well. Excuse me, not out for the season, but had the same injury on his knees as well. Another different uh, a, a different injury on both knees. Very frustrating indeed with that deal. Cedric Pauling says, Joey, is McNabb an option for this season, or do you think Ponder will have to learn on the fly? McNabb could tutor him for a couple of seasons. I lean towards Christian Ponder on that, Cedric. I do. I lean towards Christian Ponder there strongly. Or a cheaper, lower-profile uh, veteran to come in and maybe tutor uh, Christian Ponder at this point in time. Uh, McNabb joining the Vikings without the West Coast offense. I mean, it's kind of still the West Coast offense under the new coordinator, offensive coordinator, that is. But uh, I can't, no, I don't think McNabb's coming to the Vikings. In the Brad Childress era, maybe two years two years ago, but instead of getting Brett Favre in 09, possibility. Since then, no. Um, this is funny. <laughs> okay, it's not funny, but it's interesting. Cedric Pauling says, "What? What is the? What's the possibility that the lockout help? That the lockout helps T. Jack remain a Viking, or is he gone regardless? He's gone regardless, Cedric. Yep, T. T. Jack will not be on the Vikings, and he already has mentally prepared for that long ago. Uh, yeah, Travis Jackson will not be returning to this team. He's uh, he's a mess. He's not going to help Christian Ponder in any way. Uh, he's done." He'll resurface as somebody. I have no idea who at this point in time. In the past, I would have said a team like Jacksonville, but now they have uh, Wayne Gabbert. But maybe he'd be Blaine Gabbert's backup. I, I don't know if you want to go that direction if you were the Jaguars or not. Um. <laughs> now Sebastian Balls says, Ponder or McNabb, you tell me what you think. So I better finish um, what Sebastian said to Paulding before. He said, T-Jack equals leaving, I hope. And Cedric said, LOL, I thought he was done. And Sebastian says, I don't know, he sucks. So ponder or McNabb, you tell me what you think. I say ponder, 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 ponder. I am pondering the future with Christian Ponder. And yes, a really stupid pun label, uh, which with a, with a name like that, you're going to get a million of those. So sorry, Mr. Christian Ponder out there. If, if one in a million chance you're listening, sorry to... Uh, well, maybe he was listening because he had nothing else to do, right? <laughs> he really didn't have much else to do other than work out, I guess. But, um, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, sorry for the silly pun there. It's going to be a fascinating, fascinating deal. Yahoo lists Sidney Rice as the number four free agent out of 100. That's kind of high, I think. But, uh, hey, there you go. Maybe I won't complain too much. Zach Miller's a guy I would have maybe looked at at one point in time, but the Vikings are pretty set at tight end now. I got to think. It's just going to be a fascinating run. They list Mac, Matt Hasselbeck 15th on this list. He's getting kind of old, and um, no, the Vikings won't be after him. They put defensive end Ray Edwards way down to number 17. That's kind of surprising. One of them had him listed number two about a week ago. That's kind of funny. There are a lot of interesting ones in this list. Ahmad Bradshaw, I wouldn't mind signing him as a backup running back because I don't really have much faith in Toby Gerhardt. And, of course, uh, Albert Young is virtually useless at this point. He hasn't really done anything. Bringing back Randy Moss, it would be kind of fun. But, nah. Even he said, hey, you know, it would be fun to come back. I would, he wouldn't majorly be against it, but this team is not headed in that direction. The Vikings aren't a, a win-now team that would want to sign a uh, guy at Moss's age. 
it's kind of point be kind of pointless other than maybe to sell tickets. And the Vikings are not the Oakland Raiders, you know, where they're a little bit more desperate, or the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Vikings are the Vikings, you know. They already have a they have a fan base that buys tickets, and Moss at this point might actually be the opposite. Plastic of Burris. Some people list him as a possibility. Others say, hell no. I'm kind of leaning towards probably not. I'm not going to say hell no, but I'll say probably not. Uh, TJ Hoosman's out of, <laughs> yeah, third time's the charm. Let's bring in the hoosh. Uh, no, that's okay. I think he was extremely disappointing. Steve Breston. Steve Breston lab- labeled number 69. I kind of like him. I kind of like Steve Breston a little bit, the former Arizona Cardinal. Not bad. He wouldn't be the worst uh, addition in the history of the world, I don't think. He really wouldn't be that bad. Joseph Adai. Wow. Remember that name? Still a pretty talented guy, I'm sure, but not on the Vikings list if they were uh, all that interested. Alex Smith, no. Obviously, the former quarterback of the 49ers, or maybe soon to be former quarterback of the 49ers. Ryan Longwell, yeah, the Vikings need to bring him back, and they likely will. They have him listed number 81. Orlando Mari, well, that guy's still around. He's pretty good. Wow, he's already 38. Woo, time flies. But no, Longwell is amazing. The Vikings will bring him back, most likely. Um, Adam Vinatieri is 38. Why bring him in if you have Ryan Longwell, who's a few years younger? Yeah, keep Ryan Longwell at all costs. That'd be fantastic. Uh, Mark Bulger, who's listed number 83, is a legit possibility, I think. It's a very interesting, that's a legit scenario. I think the Vikings could bring in Mark Bulger. To help the uh, to help the young Christian Potter, and guess what? Yahoo even lists Minnesota as a possibility. It says it will be interesting to see if Bulger is still viewed viewed as worthy of starting. If so, Minnesota and Arizona may have some interest. So that could be a, a possible scenario. Other possibilities listed over the course of time have been Kyle Orton and uh, Tyler Thigpen. Um, some people think that Tyler Thigpen may be more interested in, in starting than being hel- than being a, uh, a helper, we'll say, to Christian Ponder. Thigpen, h- hard to say what's going to happen with him. Um, Kyle Orton might demand too much from the Denver Broncos in return, going toward to the Denver Broncos, though the Broncos also may want to keep him anyway. So uh, who knows? Mark Bulger, I think, a legitimate possibility, though, in my humble opinion. It will be very fun to see how that turns out. It really will. So we're going to head towards the near end here. We are going to get some quotes from Vikings, members of the Vikings, and such along the way. It's pretty exciting to see this lockout finally end. In fact, it has been the longest work stoppage in NFL history, and the best part is they didn't miss a single game. That's the best part. Longest work stoppage in the history of the NFL, and they didn't miss a game. So at least they picked the right time to have the longest work stoppage. Yes, indeed. Of course, Greenway had gotten the franchise label, so we don't have to worry about losing it, but maybe a restructuring of that deal. We'll see how that turns out. Uh, Ben Lieber's comment is, nobody likes uncertainty and not knowing what's going to happen, especially for me being a free agent. The whole offseason was uncertain for me personally. I'm excited that we're back to work and I can find out where that work is. So, very much. Very much indeed. It's, uh, <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy. It really is. He wants to see where that work is going to be, per se, is how he really said it. Uh, Leslie Frazier chiming in. 
first actually we're going to get to Christian Ponder. Christian Ponder says he's relieved and excited. I'm relieved and excited it's done. For it to be official now is awesome, and obviously we're going to get to business by the end of the week. So there you go. Here we go with Leslie Frazier. He says, this is great. <laughs> he's finally going to get a chance to actually have his own training camp, and it's going to be in Mankato. That's a great thing. Frazier is finally going to have his own training camp. He says, this is great to be able to come back in here and talk about football and knowing <laughs> knowing we are about to kick off the 2011 season. It's been an interesting off season, as we can all attest to. I'm just so grateful for our fans, for our organization, that the lockout has been lifted. So it's a, it's fantastic. It really is, and positivity is oozing in all directions. Yes, it is. It's a very, very cool indeed. Spielman talking about the whole free agency. It's going to be kind of crazy. He says it's exciting because it's a new challenge. This is, of course, Rick Spielman, the vice president of player personnel of the Vikings. He says, uh, yes, it's exciting because it's a new challenge. It's something different. That's out of the ordinary, as uh, Spielman continues here. You've you've had months and months to kind of plan, rehash, and look at all your different options, and now you get a chance to go out and try to execute those. That is for sure. One player the Vikings won't have to worry about this, according to Star Tribune's defensive end. Brian Robison, who signed a three-year, $14.1 million contract just before the lockout began. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, he hasn't seen a dime yet, but that's going to change. Here we go. Robison says, that's what we've been wanting all along. That's why we've been fighting it. It is just trying to get football back and trying to make sure it was right for the players and everything else. We've got football back, and it's very, uh, a very exciting time for not only the players, not only the owners and coaches, but the fans alike. And uh, well said, Brian Robison, and a uh, very valuable guy indeed who might get a lot of playing time this year if Ray Edwards does indeed leave. Everson Griffin, the guy who kind of screwed up maybe a chance to get to, <laughs> to improve his uh, stature with the Vikings, maybe even win a starting job as he had some crazy incidents going on during the offseason. Just uh, Everson Griffin, man. That's why he was in the fourth round and not the first round, even though he was supposedly first-round talent. Everybody loves to go with this guy's first-round talent. But then again, is he first-round mentally? Uh, no, probably like seventh. So you even it out and make it fourth round. And there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's about the end of the story there. Um, yeah, it's fun to close with some comments from some of the guys who... You know, went through all this stuff with the Vikings, the coaches, the players, and the executive alike, and the fans alike, like Brian Robinson said. We'll see how Brian Robinson does. Definitely a good energy guy. Very good chance that Latroy Guyon starts this year. And what a fun, what a fun, how fun has it been watching this guy, Latroy Guyon, go from a fourth round pick, I believe it was fifth round pick, excuse me, in 08. He basically couldn't believe he was drafted. But you saw how productive he was in limited time in college. So productive. And how productive he was in the National Football League in the limited time as well. He brought the exact same ability to the NFL that he had in college. Clearly a guy that is productive when he's on the field. Regardless if he's starting, if he's backing up, or if he's playing two series. The guy produces. Latroy Guyon produces, and I couldn't be happier for him if he is indeed if he ultimately does indeed win in one of those defensive tackle positions, and I have a feeling he will. I think he is going to do it, and uh, I'm going to close with that. Uh, Latroy Guyon, you know, 
maybe someday I can have him on this show, and I would love to. I would love to meet Latroy Guy, and I have uh, really enjoyed following his career. You know, it's not been the longest career, but it's, it's been a long road for the guy, and to see him possibly become a starting defensive tackle, congratulations, Latroy Guy, and, you know, in, in advance, if he does indeed win it, that would be thrilling to me, and I'm sure it would be thrilling to him as well, and it would also be well-deserved for the man that wears number 98, which also was the year I graduated from high school. Okay, I don't know why I needed to tell you that, but whatever, do the math, you probably could have figured that out, 97, 98, or 99, well, not 99, 97 or 98, (laughs) you probably figured it'd be one of those two anyway, so whatever. Um, Yeah, and this has been really thrilling doing this show, you can tell I've got a lot of energy right now, very, very excited. It is nice to have football back. It is time to kick off the pigskin into free agency. Not quite on the field yet, but soon. And what's great to know is (laughs) we are going to have a 2011 football season. And folks, as fans of sports, that's what it's all about. So with that, we are going to close with the... uh, Contact details, of course, the sportstuff.com does have a message boards. Remember to click on the button on the right-hand side that says TSS boards. Do click on that. Would appreciate it very much. Then click register. Sign up for those boards. You can talk football with many, many people on those boards. People in, in the side of the division, as Dylan Richardson split the teams up in the actual divisions, the forums in the actual divisions, so you can have ongoing conversations with division rivals, fans of division rivals, and, of course, join up with people on your side against people on their side and have a hopefully have a slightly objective conversation, not be quite, not be too silly. <laughs> That's about it, though. Two zero nine seven three six seven eight seven seven two zero nine seven three six seven eight seven seven. Can't believe I didn't say it a little earlier, but hey, you're hearing it now. That is the that is the, uh, the call in line to the show. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention which show you are calling into. Purple Mafia show. Mention you're calling into that. Leave your name in town and do, opine basically. Be on board, Purple Mafia. I miss you out there. Anthony from L.A., Brent Jacobson, uh, Jason from Delta a long time ago. Are you still listening out there, buddy? Are you still listening out there? Call in again. It's been a while, obviously. It's been a couple of years. <laughs> um, gosh, you know, it would be nice to hear from some of you. Maybe some new people, some guys that are local, like Tony Coleman, like Dan Doro, maybe one of the, uh, the English guys. <laughs> maybe you could call in via Skype. Look up TSS, you know. Dan Taylor, Mike Mike Emer, you know, Matt Emer, Matt Emer, excuse me, that was terrible. Um, really sorry about that, Matt. Um, but it would be great to hear from you guys out there. There's so many out there. Hey, Sebastian, Sebastian, hey, call in, man, call in. 209-736-7877, Cedric Paulding, Cedric, yep, to call into the phone line. would be wonderful to hear from you. I would love it also very much. Don't forget the Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. You will be on board, and it will be fantastic. Do go onto that page. Comment as much as you like. Fill it up with comments as long as they have something to do with the Vikings and the NFL. would appreciate it very much if they did. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Do follow me on Twitter. Like me on Facebook. Purple Mafia Show on Facebook. Purple Mafia Show on Twitter. Follow and like Purple Mafia Show. It would be terrific indeed. It so would. Thanks again, guys, always, for listening to this show. It has been an absolute pre- pleasure. Excuse me. And do enjoy the 2011 NFL season.